Alright, hey guys, uh, welcome to a boring tech you should know about, or VTech. Uh, my name is Harry. And I'm Luke. And we are your hosts. Uh, so, Luke, uh, first episode, definitely, yep. No, this is our first episode. Mm -hmm. We haven't filmed 100%. one. We have not filmed one at all. 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> last week was... A a bit weird. I realized I didn't have a USB stick and I couldn't take my um, recording from my desktop to my laptop, so I couldn't find, I couldn't uh, record the uh, edit it on Final Cut Pro. It was a bit of a mess up. So this week, I've got my um, laptop. We got it all set up, and yeah, pretty cool. Uh, so shall we get into it? You want to get into 100%. it? 100%. Alright. So, first topic. Uh, YouTube is going to host a 24-hour interactive live event featuring musicians and creatives to look back on the platform's biggest trends and videos of 2021. This is called Escape 2021. Escape 2021 isn't meant to replace Rewind, but will offer a new way to celebrate the year's biggest trends. The Verge says that the goal of Escape 2021 is to liberate Lo-Fi Girl from the confines of her bedroom and studies. Um, I think this will be similar to... It, it looks like that Escape 2021 is going to be really quite similar to YouTube Rewind. Um, and it has a similar purpose... I just don't want it to like end up being cringy and <laughs> horrible like YouTube Rewind ended up being and um, was notorious for. Also, I don't know what The Verge is talking about when they talk about liberating the lo-fi girl from the components of her bedroom and studies. Um, I looked at the trailer for Escape 2021 and what it was was a, like a minute and a half of just lo-fi music. And Lo-Fi Girl, you know, the like the background, but without her studying. So it's just the cat. And it's like in the description, like, get ready for Escape 2021. And I'm like, okay, this, all right, cool. Uh, what what do you think about it? this? What do, you, what do you got? Well, yeah, I agree. This does seem very similar to YouTube Rewind. Kind of suspicious, yeah. Suspiciously yeah, similar. Yeah, and what I heard of... From what I heard, they haven't added anything new, mm. so my hopes aren't really high for how this will end up, and so, yeah, I think it'll yeah. end probably around the same as YouTube Rewind. Yeah, I reckon, yeah, if, if it does, it'll turn into another massive meme, but I, I would like to think that Google and YouTube and Alphabet <laughs> whatever have learned from their mistakes with YouTube Rewind. This may not be the case. We'll have to wait uh, and see. Let's just hope, I guess. Yeah, let's just hope. Yeah, I agree. Alright, uh, more interesting topic. NVIDIA has been attempting to buy ARM for over a year now, but on Monday, the company was stopped from... Uh, yeah, it was stopped by the FDA. As, as in, it was stopped from um, buying ARM 
the company by the FDA or the Federal Trade Commission because they argue it would stifle competing next-gen technologies and innovations. ARM is extremely important and useful in tech and is used in mobile phones, some laptops, cars, and even thermostats and internet routers. Okay, this would, I reckon this would be quite bad news for many devices and many companies. Uh, and video obtaining ARM would mean very bad news for devices and gadgets that need to be passively cooled. For example, mobile phones, laptops like the new M1 machines, cars, tablets like iPads. Uh, yeah, and as I said, it basically everything I mentioned before needs to be passively cooled, and that's why it's using ARM. But x86 architecture cannot be efficiently passively cooled without overheating at least nowadays, because of its power demand. Um, I reckon that the FDA has the right stance. I think it's great that they're not trying, that they're trying to make sure that NVIDIA does not buy ARM. Uh, what do you think, Luke? Uh, yeah, I don't really have much of a say on what in on NVIDIA trying to buy ARM, but from the points you made earlier, uh, NVIDIA just doesn't seem like the best company to buy ARM or just to mm. do anything with it at all. You know, I feel like I feel like um, <laughs> NVIDIA would be the last company that would buy ARM because I feel like it would be Apple because <laughs> it's literally all of their products that they sell, oh, 90% of their products they sell right now are, made, are using ARM chips and they're trying and they're moving away from, from uh, x86 architecture and Intel and that. I feel like it'd be really characteristic for Apple <laughs> to just buy ARM outright um, and I don't know if anyone would actually stop them considering they're such a giant. Let's hope that that doesn't happen because you know, you're not going to stick an entire um, an entire water you're not going to water cool a flippin' OnePlus phone you know, <laughs> you're not going to water cool a Google Pixel like what are they going to do? Like, yeah, and, and they can't use, what are they going to use, Intel? No, <laughs> Intel has such high power demand and power draw, literally battery life would be just be sinking to the floor. Battery life would would go just horribly. So yeah, um, not good, not good. I'm glad the FDA stepped in. Uh, speaking of NVIDIA, NVIDIA is re-releasing their mid-tier three-year-old 2060 with 12 gigabytes of VRAM. This is potentially to combat the shortages with the rest of the lineup and somehow, some way, squeeze more money out of the consumer. All the gamers, all the gamers were excited when these rumors first started swelling around, uh, me included, because which miner would want to buy a mid-tier last-gen card for full price? Uh, famous last words. It seems that all the miners might, as the new reports and benchmarks from a Hong Kong-based website show that the 12 gigabyte 2060 smashes the 3060 and RX 6600 XT in mining performance. Gosh, the card was technically released on the 8th of December, but none of the board partners have, got, have the card in stock, so it looks like NVIDIA is putting another, pulling another, I don't care, let's go, fuck yourself. Uh, okay. Wow. Right. The thought of another, uh, another video card 
the thought that another video card is gonna hit the shelves kind of seems like good news to me, alright? Um, I'm playing Devil's Advocate here because it will mean that miners will go after, or will rather not go after, the 3060 and other older cards because, you know, they could just buy the 2060. The more saturated the market is, the less everything else is worth. So, this also applies to the, the 40 series. So, you know, next year, the start of next year, they're going to release, it looks like they're going to release um, the 3090 Ti. <laughs> and... Later in next year, they're going to release the 40 series. I guess the more cards, the better. <laughs> I'm saying this uh, really cautiously because I don't know what the impact could be, but I hope, I pray this will mean less cards being scalped or less of the older cards being scalped and more being saved for the gamer, okay? The gamer in me. Uh, what... Okay, okay, Luke, Luke, how are you doing? What what are your thoughts? Well, from what I've gathered from most tech websites, this new 12GB uh, version of the uh, RTX 2060 mm. has basically the same memory bandwidth. Yeah. Because of this added VRAM and the identical bandwidth, makes it slower than the original 2060, but... Um, Makes it faster than the original 2060. Makes it slower than the 2060 Super. Uh. So I don't really know why they'd make something that's just so mid-tier. Yeah, and it's funny because you know they could have gone with like a 2070 or a 2070 Super, something that's a bit less like so mid-tier and a bit more, um, you know, a bit more premium. Something that'll feel like it's a step down from a 3060 or even feel like it goes between a 3060 and a 3070 or a 3060 and a 3080 you know something that feels a bit more premium and something that will suffice you know to the gamers however <laughs> the 2060 the the new 2060 is in an odd place yeah because of that memory bandwidth uh, because of that little memory bandwidth uh but because of the large amount of VRAM. Uh, I do know this will mean that it will be uh, easier to play certain games that have high VRAM needs, like Doom Eternal, or these big AAA games that need massive amounts of VRAM. It's good, especially for people who are already using 2060s, or people who are using older cards, like a 1080 Ti, you know, even like a 7, 750, or, you know, these really old cards, people, uh, it'd be good for them, because they can play these AAA games, technically play it, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the miners, it feels like they're releasing it just for the miners at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think NVIDIA's creating enough mining cards for those miners, so they have to go into, like, the larger market. They can steal, you know, the cards all the gamers are going to use, so they can mine with them. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, they're not making enough mining cards. Like, it, it just means that there's less for everyone. I mean, they just, and it's funny, because there's enough 
there's really enough supply. There's more supply than there was before the pandemic. But now it's just like, it's the supply and demand has gotten higher from scalpers, miners, and other people. So at, at, the, at the moment, it's really the fault of the miners and scalpers and NVIDIA because NVIDIA and the board partners actually some, sometimes they've been um, caught out for directly selling to these scalpers because they would get a better deal. Like, it's sick. It's disgusting. It's a horrible, it's horrible, horrible. Uh, on an equally controversial note, Tesla vehicles uh, used to not allow games to be played on the inbuilt screen while the car was in motion. Uh, this is the, I'm talking about the, the large, the really big screen uh, in a Tesla. But an update that released recently lets the drivers do just that. The only thing that warns the drivers is a pop-up message saying that playing games while the vehicle is in motion is dangerous, which you can dismiss anyways. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of stupid, alright? I feel like it's pretty obvious that it's like a dangerous, this is kind of dangerous. I guess it makes sense for the passenger, but, you know, in Australia, you get a fine of one grand ED if you are caught on your phone while driving from the police. This is just on your phone. What, what laws will be in place for that? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess you have very similar thoughts, Luke. Yes, I pretty much have the same thoughts as you. I don't really get the meaning of this update. Like, yeah. how would you allow dri the driver or the passenger to play games while driving their car? Yeah. I guess <laughs> the only practical reason would be like during like a very long six hour drive on like some kind of highway. Or like yeah, like some really long like load road. And yeah. They can't do anything, so they just play on the um, entertainment system. But even then, it would pose a hazard to the driver because if the driver got distracted by, you know, the, the screen mm. and you know the passengers having quote unquote fun. Mm. Would pose an even larger hazard and would probably make their driver crash. Uh, yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> that is all we've got. So, Luke. Luke. Um. Alright. Just a quick update, alright? Uh, how have you been doing in the tech world? What have you been doing recently? Have you been, have you bought anything? Have you been thinking about buying anything? What's your, uh... Well, I've been waiting on my new keyboard switches, which are going to come in very soon. Alright. And, uh, somewhere within a month or so. Alright, which switches those? Uh, they're OP Blacks. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, just, uh, they're quite, I'd say, uh, in the real world... Against you know your average person, it's mm. a very obscure switch since no one knows about it. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, they sound very good. Okay. Just a thing I wanted to buy for a while now. Ah oh, yeah. Uh yeah. Well, pretty cool, my guy. 
Um, I, I've been kind of with mechanical keyboards. I really, I'm not. A, I think my high with that hobby was like, like half a year ago, like six months ago, when I was really into it, really, really into it. Now, I'm more into Apple news, tech leaks, uh, all these other niches, and also, uh, you know, the overall just like I, I listen to a lot of tech podcasts and tech news podcasts uh, i listen to the wan show i listen to waveform which is mkbhd's podcast i really like it um i also listen to genius bar which is the um and it's an apple podcast it's an apple podcast about uh, apple news and leaks and it's with leaker john prosser and uh, sam cole and they're pretty funny hosts. It's pretty chill time. I listen. I usually listen to um, podcasts while I'm uh, like settling down for bed. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. I, I listen to a, a lot of tech podcasts. So in the tech space, in the tech world, I'm pretty. I'm I'm being. I'm less interested in mechanical keyboards right now. Uh, however. I have, I mean, I have a lot of things that I want to buy that I'm thinking about getting because I recently got, um, uh, I recently got a an FPOS card, so now I can just go out and buy anything with my pocket money, and I'm gonna get a job soon, so I'm, I can finally, you know, buy, uh, you basically have free reign over what I want to buy, and I've got a lot, a lot a list of like all the things I want to <laughs> get, and mechanical keyboard stuff is probably way lower on that list than it would have been, you know, six months ago. Um, yeah. I got my debit card pretty recently, and I, oh, act- sick. I, act pretty- I activated, like, two days ago. Oh, nice. I, um... And now I also have free rent on what I get to buy. Yeah, because you, yeah, you, um, work. So, yeah, um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I use... With my um, iPhone, I have um, Apple Pay, which I'm sure there's like there's like equivalents in the Android world. It's like Google Pay and Samsung Pay and that. Um, but like, it's just really fun. It's just a fun novelty to go up with only your phone and just go, ding, and it just like scan your phone. It's like debit card. Nope, I got a phone. This is my multi-tool. It's the Swiss Army knife of the tech world, baby. Yeah. Uh, so good. I'd consider it pretty convenient since who's going to carry a wallet with them everywhere? Having yeah. to carry like all those cards, including I suppose, your debit card, stuff like that. Yeah, I suppose the phone, thing is... It yeah. basically is your debit card when you have Apple Pay, Google Pay, stuff like that. Yeah. I, it's, I suppose the only reason to bring a wallet is because of like um, your driver's license and that. But I think there are some... There were some promises in the last... Uh, like there's, there's been some promises about driver's licenses and that being added to, um, to your, I don't know, to, to, um, your Apple Pay equivalents and Apple Pay itself. Um, I feel like, I think there have been some promises about it. I actually don't know if it's going to be like, it may be a problem. Like, what do you think? Do you reckon it'll be a problem? Because it sounds like, it sounds pretty dangerous. It's like someone steals your credit card, like, if they hack into your phone, they can just take your details off your uh, driver's license. Like, that sounds pretty... 
that would be horrible. Yeah. You know, someone, you get a virus from the, that random Google Play app and then you, um, and then someone steals your, your uh, driver's license just like through software. Like that would be scary. I guess most things should actually be kept like on the real life side instead of keeping it digitally. Yeah. Because you can't really hack into directly into your credit card. <laughs> yeah, you can't hack because it's... Well, I mean, I suppose you could hack into the bank, but realistically, I mean, the credit card really is just like... It kind of just reminds me of an NFT in the sense that um, in an NFT, what you're buying is the token, the idea that you have one of a kind or you have a specific number that no one else has it's that idea if you're buying an art nft like just an nft of like an artwork you've got the artwork but you don't really care about the artwork it's kind of the same with the credit card where it's or a debit card where it's like you have a debit card but all that matters is digitally Realistically, all that matters is, like, in the bank and the money that's saved on it. And this credit, this debit card is, like, a token for that. It's like a, it's like a visual representation of the money you have. Yeah, it just shows that you have a bank account, like, you have all your money digitally. Yeah. Uh, alright. Well, Luke, anything else to say? I don't have anything else to say. What about you? Uh, not really. No? You want it? Until Christmas. Yeah. yeah, Christmas is good. It's like like 15 days away. That's almost two weeks. Uh, yeah, it's about two weeks. Yeah. It's, that's Pretty excited for the stuff I'm getting. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited to get uh, my, new, my new headset. By the way, I told you it was a Cloud X. I figured out that a Cloud X is the same as a, just a first-gen cloud. It's just a yeah. marketing decision. It's like, oh yeah, X for Xbox. So it's marketed towards Xbox gamers that are like, oh, this is made for Xbox One. Even though it works the same way as a cloud. And it's the same price, so it's not a scam or anything. It's just kind of, it's a bit weird. You make it, it makes it look like it's more, it's like high, more um, high quality or something than the cloud. Because like, I'm so used to having um, letters next to names that means something, you know? Um, yeah. So it's you could just get sneaky. the Cloud 2. Yeah, but the, the Cloud 2 wasn't actually in the store, the EB Games. And, you know, I saw the Cloud Xs. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get these. Because I had around 80 bucks that I could spend from my grandparents. And they're going to, you know, they're wrapping it and they're actually going to give it to me on Christmas. But, um... It's pretty cool. It's, yeah, it, it's pretty... I, I like how they do that, because they're just like, alright, 80 bucks limit, go crazy. I'm like, yeah. My brother's got some other stuff. I got cloud headset. Alright. Perfect. Um, great. I need to have dinner. <laughs> so, I think we should wrap up the podcast. I reckon that's, it's the time. I reckon it's the time. Uh, alright. Alright, ladies and gents. Uh, thank you for coming along. I uh, hope you enjoy this podcast. Down below this, but down below this video, you'll see a a red button. 
if if you're one of the lucky few who have the gray button, uh, you're you're good. You you have won. Congratulations. I Congratulations. Guess. Yeah, you're you're one in very few. If you have a red button, all you have to do to get a gray one, a very rare gray one, is to click the button. All right. You will get instantly 10 years of good luck. And while you're at it, if you want to increase the chance of getting more good luck, just click the thumbs up, the little thumbs up. Um, yeah, click the thumbs up button. Just go ahead and click it, all right? Uh, that is bringing... Uh, now the, the, the podcast is coming to a close. So uh, thank you all for watching, and uh, goodbye. Ciao. Bye. Hasta la vista, baby. Sayonara.